Hello, I'm Jim Lippy, and this is a Connecting IT podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Jim Lippy from the Connecting IT podcast, and with me today is Chris Weiser from the Chris Weiser Agency. Chris has been in the MSP space for many, many years at this point, has a lot of great content to contribute. Uh, So, Chris, welcome. Thanks, Jim. So happy to be here today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. So, you know, Chris, you've been in the industry for a long time. Can you just give us a, a little bit of background on yourself and what you do at the Chris Weiser Agency? Sure, absolutely. So I actually was an MSP owner. Uh, my market was up in the Milwaukee area, and uh, I had a multi-million dollar MSP that I sold back in 2015. And since then, I've been basically teaching MSPs how to sell better. One of the, not only leads in marketing, uh, that stuff's all really important, but one of the biggest things that we see as a challenge point is MSPs are not selling properly, which means that they don't create value for the basically the services and solutions that they sell. And then they fall back on a lower price point as the way to close the deal. So we help you to get that price point higher in the beginning to make sure you're pushing the two to three, $400 per seat per month numbers. And then we help to teach you how to generate leads and, and do the marketing side of things as well. So we're a training and coaching organization. Okay. Fantastic. Well, Chris, that's a great segue into, first of all, letting everyone know that you're going to be at Connecting IT or Connect IT Global in Las Vegas, May 4 through 7 uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Really looking forward to you being there and sharing the content uh, with us live. Today will just be a, a little bit of a sneak preview uh, to what you'll be covering there. But you started talking about you know the things you do uh, with your agency and the, the struggle that MSPs have with sales, right? I think we all agree that sales and marketing is the most difficult competency for MSPs. So just generally, how would you grade the average MSP when it comes to go-to-market strategy? Well, and there's a couple factors in there. That's a great question because, you know, there's, there's go-to-market strategy and then there's actually executing that a lot of them actually have a decent strategy. You know, I, I'd probably say along your grade scale, it probably would be a C to C plus in terms of the, the strategy. But the challenge comes a lot, a lot of times down into the execution and the implementation of those things because they're most MSPs are started by tech people, engineering-minded individuals, and actually putting all the processes in place for the marketing and sales mindset first is usually the biggest challenge. So I'd say C plus on the strategy, probably D minus on the execution. Okay. Uh, I think that's well put. So what do you think some of the challenges they face specifically when it comes to the, the execution? So a lot of times what I think the big pieces, what, what a lot of this comes down to is we just, the MSP just assumes that the product itself is enough to sell it. Um, when in reality, we should be selling to the problems that we solve. And if you think about that, so instead of talking about a firewall or the fact that we use an RMM and we have an endpoint security product or any of these other things, we should be talking about that we help secure their networks or 
keep hackers out. So instead of the product, we talk about the solution. And that's probably the biggest piece out of the box is instead of focusing on delivering a solution, we're focusing on delivering line items. And the end users then look at that and it becomes a commoditized, a commoditized product, mostly because of the delivery in that. Uh, and then actually delivering it from an executable standpoint becomes a whole other animal because you have to, and note what I said in, in our open that we discussed, most of these MSP owners are tech-minded. They started an MSP because they're good at that. And getting into the marketing side and delivering and managing and, and dealing with all those processes is a hard thing to do. It takes time and it takes execution and, and patience is a real thing. And paralysis by analysis is a real thing as well. Right. Um, is that a good answer to that? Or do you want it a little deeper? No, uh, you know, I think you definitely highlight a, a number of critical areas uh, where people can focus uh, on execution more. Uh, I think one of the things that you, you mentioned, and I've been saying for years that, you know, the vast majority of MSPs out there are started with you by what you call tech minded people. I call them alpha techs um, yep, I like that. and really smart people, but they're, they're technicians at their core. Right. And, and they, but they have some business acumen and they started a business and, and they're able to, you know, bring in some people to help them out. And lo and behold, they've got themselves a, you know, a good business, but again, their roots always taken back to tech. Uh, yep. and they don't really understand what they have, uh, have to do from a sales perspective, right? Because people gravitate to what they're comfortable with or two. So that's very well said. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, I've always thought about in terms of execution, right. Is understanding, okay, you got a strategy. And if you have a C plus strategy, D minus execution, obviously you're not going to bring in very much sales. Yep. There's a lot of things out there that they don't know are available to them in, in the way of, you know, sales avenues, right? I mean, you mentioned, you know, firewalls. Well, they probably could tell you, you know, fe features and functions of five or six different firewalls in the market, but they can't tell you how they can, you know, best generate leads. One of the things that I know you are uh, somewhat of an expert on is leveraging social media and specifically LinkedIn. So, you know, how can MSPs start to leverage social media in those channels better to create opportunities? So first of all, great question. And one of the, as, as I went into this, you know, as, and you think about where social media is now compared to let's rewind three, four, five years ago, it's completely changed. So I think the biggest the biggest number one thing is realizing the new solutions and the new tech opportunities from a social media and lead generation standpoint is really the first thing. So being on a, educating yourself, staying on top of that is really important. Utilizing LinkedIn, utilizing Facebook, utilizing some of these other pieces is really important and make sure you don't neglect any of them. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is making sure that you actually fully believe that your firm should be a sales and marketing first minded firm. I, yes, we, my MSP, for example, we were a great service delivery firm, but we were a sales and marketing firm first. So we were actually a sales and marketing firm that delivered IT. So those mindsets are really key. Then you utilize platforms just like LinkedIn, like we were talking about, and some of the great ways you can use LinkedIn. Uh, I, we, and we still actively do this to this day. We've been doing this 
probably for about two and a half years in my agency. And notice I said two and a half years and we still do it every day now, but having a new contact strategy that's vertical focused. So we go after specific verticals. Uh, we do this for, for my firm. Obviously my vertical is MSPs and I choose that, but we go at, we build a list. We go after them with a con connection strategy and then we put out regular content that's all educational. We don't necessarily mass spam or mass message people, but we connect with the right people, build a list, build a strategy, not just like random people, but we build a list going in that goes along with our go-to-market strategy. Let's say we want to do legal or CPAs or wealth managers. As an MSP, we go after those people, connect with them, and then put out regular, and when I say regular, this is every single day, put out regular content that people will engage with. It has to be valuable content that they care about. And when I say value, that doesn't mean stuff that we as MSP owners or tech people find valuable, but stuff that actually they see value in. Ways to, let's take lawyers, for example, every partner in every law firm, their number one thing they care about is how to get more billable hours. So how can we educate them on maybe the top five ways to use technology to increase your billable hours? Teach them about things like that. And don't be afraid of going on video. Video is the number one way that people educate and it's a massive differentiation point uh, for you over your, especially over your competitors or anybody else in your market, get on video. And uh, Jim, I don't know if you're part of my Facebook group or my LinkedIn group or any of the other stuff, but we're on video almost every single day, getting in front of people and showing that you're a real person and getting them to consume your educational value content. Yep. Absolutely. I am definitely on your LinkedIn uh, group. And I think that was one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure that we had you at Connect IT this year to talk about some of the things you do um, from a sales and marketing perspective with, with LinkedIn specifically. Um, mm -hmm. I think what you do there is fantastic. And what I hear you saying translates to me as hope. Hope because I feel like now MSPs, but again, mostly are tech-minded can start to leverage technical avenues and technical channels and social media, because end of the day, you know, a lot of that is enabled by technology. They don't yeah. necessarily have to, it's not, you know, face to face meetings every single day to generate opportunities. Like, you know, back in the day, Chris, I'm sure you remember in your MSP, I can tell you certainly in mine that we had, we had a mandate for our salespeople. That you had to go out to a networking event two times a week to generate leads, right? That's like, that's even uncomfortable for a seasoned salesperson that is social, let alone someone that's yeah, technical and doesn't really like that stuff. But that's how we generated a lot of leads. In this day and age, you can generate leads, you know, in the comfort of your living room, as long as you are, you know what to do uh, on those social media channels. And you can do, do yeah. deliver content, like you said, that is educational and valuable. And that brings people in to have a conversation. I think it's less about being a, you know, a slick salesperson these days and more about having valuable content you can put out there that brings people in. And then you mentioned a really key word is education. Tech people love to educate. They like to tell people what they know and how that can benefit them. So if they're thinking about it in those terms from this point forward, then not so much about it's sales, but more education, I think ultimately 
my hope is that they ultimately MSP start selling more because of it. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah I totally agree. You know, the, you mentioned the education piece. The education part is huge, bringing value to them. And, and also think about this. We're in a place now that's almost unique, special territory for the IT industry because for years, there was no reason to get IT other than maybe lost data or potentially a server failure or things like that. Now we're in this place where the market itself is actually forcing people to budget and plan. So we're in a very unique space that we have this demand is starting to increase and it goes right along with your hope concept you're talking about because I'm so hopeful and so excited about what the future here and a lot of people are like oh it's, it's so hard to be an MSP because of all the hackers and all the security it's the best time ever to be an MSP because finally we're sitting here in a place where companies that have never budgeted for IT before are finally doing that and it gives us an opportunity to do exactly what you just said. Go out there, educate them, build value, put things in front of them. And you know what the, the budget side and all that stuff means is they're actually going to listen. And that's a huge opportunity. So all of you that are listening, make sure that you build your marketing engines, build your vertical specific focuses and become an, have your team, you and your team become experts on these scenarios and they may not be hacked now or they may not be ready for you now but pretty soon the next three to six to nine to twelve 24 months they're gonna they're gonna get some type of a hacking scare a phishing scare something like that and they are gonna you want them thinking of you when that happens absolutely uh, you know one of the things i always told my salespeople is that what we do is a point in time sale it might not be today it might not be tomorrow it could be three months from now when the internal IT guy decides that he's, uh, he's taking off, he just won the lottery and, and now they need an MSP uh, to backfill him. You know, there's a thousand different scenarios um, in which, you know, at some point in time, someone becomes ready. And if you've been to your point top of mind, because you've been inundating them with solid content, educational pieces, then they're going to think of you. Now, Chris, yep. let's get super prescriptive for a second. So let's just say I'm an MSP. I'm totally bought into everything you've said, right? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to essentially buy a small list uh, of LinkedIn users. I'm dedicated to educating them on a daily basis. Cause you know, you said frequency is important. Uh, now I got to deliver the content. You know, I'm not exactly, I'm a 10 person MSP. I'm not exactly a content machine. I've got I've got people I got to take care of. I've got fires put out every day. How am I going to generate that much content? So there's a couple pieces with that. Um, that is always a challenge, and I don't debate that. Uh, one of the things that I recommend that you do is start start small, doing some of your own pieces yourself. But the biggest thing that I see MSPs doing is they want to give a little piece, and instead of giving that, they want to give a piece. Let's say they want to do a nurture email or, or maybe a LinkedIn video. Instead of giving a small different snippet, a small tiny snippet that somebody can consume quickly, they try and dive so deep into the weeds and they write like a nine paragraph, too long, didn't read type scenario. So my biggest tip, anything that you're going to put out there, divide it into parts. You heard me talk about the lawyer uh, potential checklist, like the five ways to use technology to create more billable hours. So instead of it being one snippet with five ways, divide it into five snippets. 
it gives you a lot more content. That's five days of content right there versus one day of content from a typical MSP guy. So I'd say start small, do some of this yourself, but make it simple in small pieces. And then as you grow this up, make sure that you hire some help to help you delegate. There's all the thing that the social media world and all that has brought us now is we have all of these potentially offshore people, potentially onshore people, but a lot of virtual assistants, a lot of the ability to have a social media manager or a social media strategist that's not local to you. And they manage all of that for you. I have that. I don't do a single Facebook post myself anymore. It's done. Literally no LinkedIn, no Facebook posts. None of that's done myself. I have a social media manager that runs all of that for me. I pay her a flat rate per month and she manages all the content and writes it as me. And I would highly recommend those kind of pieces because it allows you to master the strategy and then delegate that execution down. Now, do you have to manage them? Absolutely. Do you have to have a plan? Absolutely. But that's no different than a business. And that's, you have to do that in, in your tech side. So you surely have to do that on your marketing and sales engine side as well. Well, wow, that's some great stuff, Chris. Now, would you mind letting us know? You have to tell us where, but is that person, you know, onshore, offshore uh, to you? Uh, my person is actually based in Florida, so she is onshore. Okay. She's a little bit more yeah. expensive than, you know, she's not insanely expensive. I think I pay my girl uh, about $2,000 a month, but she handles hand mm-hmm. a lot of channels for me. I have a Facebook group. I have uh, multiple Facebook pages. I have multiple LinkedIn pages, profiles, all that kind of stuff. Um, I pay her about 2000 a month. You can easily start that out around $500 a month. There's people that you can get on Fiverr. You can get them on Upwork. You can get them all over the place. Even if they want to reach out to me, I can hook you up with a good social media manager. The biggest part is having that educational content out there. And Jim, you referenced this earlier about how that education is important. What it really does is it builds that trust factor. And people buy from who they trust, especially as we're talking cybersecurity and hacking and all these different events. So I'd say, you know, all those different pieces together uh, really, really can put together a a really great strategy. Great. So, you know, first of all, thanks for being super prescriptive about that. I think it's really helpful, you know, for the average person saying they're saying, oh, this is great, but how do I get started? And, and you hit yeah. on something really, really important as well. And I think this is, this doesn't go for how we think about our sales and marketing plan or social media plan. It's kind of life in general, right? Like when we start thinking about how massive something is and all the things you have to do, it gets overwhelming and you don't do it. Absolutely. But taking things yeah. in small bites and breaking them up and just saying, look, I'm going to, I'm going to put something together that's going to be you know, five minutes of information that could help somebody in a specific situation, start with that and just, you know, piece it out. I think that is really helpful. Now you mentioned you spent your spend is is $2,000 a month uh, for someone to to manage those channels for you. Marketing qualified leads, MQLs uh, that we talk about. We talk a lot about it more, I think in the, in the software business, uh, because we manage our, you know, business or sales engine that way, MSPs that are more sophisticated are starting to come to know what MQL stands for and how important marketing qualified leads are. For that spend, right, let's just call it $2,000. How many marketing qualified leads do you think an MSP could anticipate for that spend on a monthly basis? 
Uh, you should say on the MQL side, just so everybody knows this, you know, when Jim talks about a marketing qualified lead, it's a little different than a sales qualified lead. To me, a marketing qualified lead is somebody that's basically opted in or potentially responded to a message. Sales qualified lead to me means that they've actually said that they want to work with you. Do you agree with that, mm-hmm. Jim? Yes. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. So just so everybody understands that. On the marketing qualified lead side, you're going to see anywhere from – and. There's a lot of variables that go into this and it's hard to throw out a number, but you should see anywhere from, and first of all, my recommendation is to start vertical specific, go after CPAs, lawyers, some of these places that have the need for what you do right now and give out specific content and engage with them. You should see anywhere from 20 to 40 MQLs monthly without any issues. It's just, it takes a little bit of time and it takes a little bit of consistency. Uh, the biggest factor is it takes, actually, I should say it takes both of those, takes doing it for a regular period. Trust isn't built overnight. Uh, lists aren't built overnight. And it takes regular regular posting every single day to do these different pieces to build that trust over time. So I'd say after a 60-day period, you should see between 20 and 40 MQLs monthly. That's a good number. Um, mm-hmm. So, Chris, as we close out this podcast, you know, I know I'm looking forward to seeing your presentation coming up uh, in May in Las Vegas. Um, any parting shots, um, any kind of teasers you have for us in terms of the things you're going to be covering uh, in, in Vegas for sure. us? Yeah, absolutely. I, not only am I going to be talking about the, how to generate leads, and we are going to have a booth there as well. So my team will be there in our seven-figure MSP booth. Um, but we'll be not only talking about how to generate leads and how to generate different social media leads with different social media platforms and all that different stuff. But uh, a lot of my keynote that I'm going to talk on is going to be about reframing the IT budget mindset, making sure you're selling properly with the right price points and actually giving yourself a chance to build a real company because you're charging the proper amounts and, and not selling just based on the cheapest guy in the room kind of thing. So I look forward to it very much. Awesome. Chris, we thank you for your time today. We thank you for what you're doing for the MSP community and can't wait to see you in Las Vegas in May. Thanks so much. Thanks so, thanks so much. I appreciate you having me. Can't wait for Vegas.